expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, I want to welcome you. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, For those of you out there that are just hanging on the edge of your seats and you were listening to the last show and some of the questions and information that you forwarded on to me as you enjoyed Benny playing uh, some of the uh, most popular Beyonce songs, uh, you know what? Here's the deal. If you go on the website and you Google Beyonce, you're going to get a lot of information about whether or not she did or did did not lip sync to the the uh, at the uh, <laughs> lip sync at the inauguration. So there you go. Go online and Google it. One way or the other, as far as I'm concerned. It was a glorious day all around. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hello, Mr. Benny, and thank you for playing all that really cool Beyonce music. Hey, that my pleasure. Very good. Very good. Yeah, still a hot controversy, and uh, now the band is backing off a little bit. They're saying they are not able to say if it was a true lip sync or not. Hmm. There we go. That says it all. So welcome, everyone. We've got a great, great show for you today. Joining us here is author and activist Starhawk, uh, the Empowerment Manual. We're actually going to be giving one of these away, a guide for a collaborative groups. We're going to be talking about what this really means, uh, how has empowerment changed, you know, in the past decade, and uh, what does it mean for each and every one of us to understand and learn about empowerment and collaboration on the show, uh, as well as in her work and in the book. And so uh, there's going to be a workshop, as we know, at the upcoming Women of Wisdom event. We'll tell you lots about that. Uh, And we'll talk a bit about what does empowerment mean in each and every one of our our lives. She's joining us here today. She's recorded... um, several tapes, uh, CDs. She has been someone that has been out in the world known for uh, looking at the revival of the earth-based spirituality and the goddess and much more. But more than that, we get to have a conversation with her about ritual. We get to have a conversation with her about what does it mean, you know, to be alive and moving ahead in this 2013, as well as what her workshop will be about at the upcoming Women of Wisdom event. She travels internationally teaching magic, the tools of ritual, and the skills of activism. She lives uh, part-time in San Francisco, the place that I flipped and a coin and didn't go to to live, uh, and much more. But before we do that, Mr. Benny, Mr. Mr. B, I can't call you Mr. B. Should I call you Mr. B? 
call you Mr. Benny. I would so love, so, so love to pull an incredible prosperity card. Now, here's Dr. Pat's prosperity message of the day. I love this card. You ready? Prosperity law number 41. I believe in myself and my unlimited potential. I believe in myself and my unlimited potential. Feel confident about your ideas and abilities. You have a deep resources of untapped inner strength. Believe in your power to change and become the person you've always wanted to be. That is a good one. And, you know, part of this is figuring out exactly what that person is that you want to become, that you want to be. Today, we're going to be talking with Starhawk about, you know, this idea of empowerment. Is it something that we could learn? What does this mean to create a guide for collaborative groups? Why is collaboration the theme as we move forward uh, in this year and beyond? Welcome, Starhawk. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hi. Glad to be with you. Glad to be with you. A lot of questions, but first of all, let me thank you so much for all the work that you've done, all the work that you do. And I I guess I want to talk with you a little bit about your journey and what this has been like. Um, I made a comment the other day. uh, I was was talking on the show, and and I had a moment where I remembered sitting across the table uh, in my corporate world, sitting across the table uh, and looking at, uh, you know, Gloria Steinem. And, you know, she she had just come into the, the corporate world to do a corporate event. And a friend of mine uh, was given a luncheon uh, ticket to to go to have this luncheon with her. And she she handed me the ticket and she said, well, why don't you go? And I remember sitting across uh, the table from Gloria Steinem and, you know, wondering to myself, what do I say to this moment, this woman? You know, how do I talk to her about what's happening in the world? You know, what do I want to ask her? And I wanted to ask you. What have you observed in the evolution of us since you began your journey to bring the message that you bring to the world, visionary earth healing? What have you observed in your own journey, in your own work about us people out here? And what, what would you say has been your greatest, uh, your greatest aha moment? Well, that's, Quite a big question. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't tell you about me, did they? They thought. They, did they tell you I was going to just ask all these questions that they sent me? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You know, I, I would say that. You know, I guess I would say I began my journey when I was still in high school, um, back in the sixties, uh, and you know that was the time of exploring all of these tremendously exciting new ideas that at that time nobody really had been talking about. Things like Eastern religions and esoteric ideas and ecology and feminism and all of those things, you know, had been kind of suppressed back in the 50s and the early 60s. So there was this tremendous explosion of energy and creativity and wildness and madness and a lot of, you know, a lot of wacky things that didn't actually turn out so well for people. Um, 
but there was also this tremendous sense of excitement and optimism, this sense of living on the brink of a whole new world, even though there was also a sense that for that new world to come into being, the old world was going to have to in some way transform and change in radical, radical ways, which mm-hmm. might not always be easy or comfortable or pleasant. Mm-hmm. And um, and then in, in the 70s, it's kind of like that faded for a while, or yeah. the 80s. People, you know, Reagan got elected. People were like, oh, no, now what are we going to do? <laughs> I guess the new millennium isn't really coming at this moment. And... Um, I saw sort of two things happen. I saw some people get caught up in the disillusionment mm-hmm. and just say, well, you know, the vision isn't happening, so I'm just going to look out for myself. Mm. And I saw other people say, okay, well, the vision isn't going to just happen by popping a pill. You know, it's not going to happen by dropping acid in the water supply. It's not going to happen by everybody immediately waking up. Uh, so what we have to do is dig in for the long haul and figure out how to build it and create it and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And I I still sort of see those two tendencies in people. You know, every now and then, periodically, there's a new upsurge of activism or um, a great wave of energy around something. Last year, it was the Occupy movement. And then the wave passes because those things are energy cycles. You know, that big outpouring of energy, it's it's not something that's ever meant to be sustained for the long haul. Um, It's like the outpouring of energy, you know, when a a seed starts to grow, it has this tremendous outburst of energy to push that root out and push that shoot up or when a, a bird hatches out of the egg. You know, it takes that tremendous force to break that egg. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what those great bursts of energy are for. And then takes, you know, that long period of just slowly growing and working and doing the work to actually bring the vision about. Mm. You so, know, one of the things that, uh, you know, I was just struck by and listening to you is really fascinating because as I was doing this interview, I was brought back to a time yeah, where um, I worked in an environment where my director would start um, every staff meeting with a, a dirty joke, right? Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. that? Uh, so maybe I'm dating myself a little bit here, Starhub, <laughs> but, I, but I'm just to tell you, you know, it's, I, I was talking to Linda and it's like, oh my gosh, it seemed like yesterday that mm-hmm. this was going on. Not only was it going on, but it was the norm. Yeah. Well, I always tell people, if you want to know why there was a feminist movement, <laughs> just go watch Mad Men, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It brings up, you kind of look at it and go, oh, my God, yes, it was like that. No yeah. wonder. We, yeah. Yeah. You know, that is really good. I'm going to use that line because yeah. you're right about that. I mean, it's interesting how we watch Mad Men as if it was a time that didn't really happen, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We. But but honestly, it really did happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was struck. And I want to I want to ask you about this, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, especially in context of the book, the Empowerment Manual. Um, For the first time, uh, 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 you know, when the when the president did his inaugural speech Mm -hmm. for the first time. So people say it is the first time when he talked about equal rights 
he talked about equal rights for everyone, Mm -hmm. you know, and he mentioned, you know, gay and lesbians and Stonewall and so forth and so on. Um, You know, did you ever think in your lifetime that you would actually hear those words in that way? Well, I think that is one issue President Obama has really moved on positively, you know, over his term in office. And it's really gratifying to see that, you know, he's come forward and actually made that stand. And, um, yeah, no, I mean, I... I, <laughs> I, guess, I didn't. I'm I from New York. myself here, you know, <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, and just say, I mean, when in my lifetime we've moved from me and many of my dearest friends and my uh, the child I've been helping to raise, you know, where we wouldn't have been able to sit at the same lunch counter in the South right. or travel together to a time when we have an African-American president. Right. Um, you know, that with all the issues around Obama and the disappointments, whenever that's a huge victory. Mm. You know, we moved from a time where nobody talked about being gay or lesbian, or if they did, they had, you know, the strangest ideas about it. It was just something, like, unspoken of, so totally secret or so totally shameful to a time when, yes, we can have gay marriage becoming the norm slowly, but surely across the nation where... We can have equal rights for people regardless of their gender orientation. So we have seen some enormous steps in evolution. And, of course, we also see, you know, that we see the backlash, you know, of those, yeah. all of those people who would like to take us back, not to the 50s, but maybe even to the last century. And yeah, exactly. Restrict all those rights and I think are just like, panicked clinging to the old system and fortunately you know most of the worst of them did not get returned to office and i think the american people we can generalize uh you know are really moving beyond Mm -hmm. that yeah they got i'll tell you what i was talking about this is like a different vibe Mm -hmm. and i was talking about this during the the last show you know, if, if, I actually am getting teased about it these days. Uh, I don't really talk about politics very much on the show. And so I've been talking about uh, what I observed. And I and I said, you know, the energy that I saw came from the president walking down the street and Joe Biden jogging to go to the sidelines to hug children. And I'm saying that is a new energy. It is an empowered energy. Mm -hmm. It is an energy that you talk about. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about a new era of empowerment. Why this year's Women of Wisdom brings with it a whole new evolutionary vibration. Starhawk is my very special guest today. We're actually going to give away a copy of the book. But when we come back, We're going to really talk about this new era of empowerment. How is it that some folks feel it, some folks do not? What does it call for each of us to say, to do, and to be? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Those he plays never suspect. 
Get Focused Radio with Kate Hennessy helps us refocus when life gets in the way. Tune in each Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Don't miss this powerful hit show as Kate and her guests inspire you to become beyond amazing, overcome life's challenges, and truly become unstoppable. This hour of power filled with humor and insight will have you screaming yes to your life. For more information about Kate and the show, visit GetFocusedRadio.com. Just stop what you're thinking right now and ask yourself, if I could have anything I desired, what would it be? Now expand that energy beyond anything you have ever imagined. That energy, that is you. What if you could have access to that all the time? Curing the incurable are for those that desire a different possibility with their life and their body. Does that excite your molecules? Well, check out Liam's website at liamphillips.com. If you've been struggling with fear and anxiety, you know how debilitating these emotions can be. You constantly doubt yourself, you can't make decisions, and feel more and more insecure and stuck. Dr. Friedemann Schaub's new book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, will provide you with the insights and tools to break through these challenges. Through step-by-step process, Dr. Schaub explains how to address the subconscious root causes of fear and anxiety and transform these emotions into catalysts for confidence, self-worth, and success. Get your copy now and visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. Tune in each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the hit show, Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, the Fog City Psychic. Spark your spirit and ignite your soul with spiritual conversation and enlightening guests that will help you get clear and catapult you into action. You'll meet metaphysical movers and shakers, intuitives, spiritual visionaries, and more. Want an on-air reading? Karen's down-to-earth style and lively curiosity delivers the compassionate, no-nonsense, intuitive advice that become her trademark. Visit FogCityPsychic.com and book your reading today. Are you struggling through difficult times? During these times of change, many of us need tools and support to help us get through. Julie Kleinhans is the host of the hit radio show, Teaching from the Heart with Julie Kay, and is a world-renowned life coach. Many of us are worrying about what will happen to our jobs, our homes, and to our lives. This is why Julie is offering a 40% discount through January 31st of 2013 to support you and your family through these difficult times. She'll teach you how to use energy tools that will help you relieve the stress and anxiety in your life. Julie is donating the net proceeds to victims of Superstorm Sandy through the organization All Hands Volunteers, a U.S.-based nonprofit dedicated to empowering disaster relief volunteers and rebuilding communities. Please call Julie at 516-639-8042. 516-639-8042 or email julie at mindfocusgeneration.com for more details and to schedule a session. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. You know, it's wonderful, wonderful. I want to just mention to everyone, um, Starhawk is going to be at the uh, event in Seattle, the Women of Wisdom event, which is phenomenal. I would encourage everyone out there to check it out. Womenofwisdom.org is the website. 
Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming event and uh, what it means. And, you know, before we talk about empowerment, uh, let's just talk about this, uh, the event that you're doing at um, the Women of Wisdom. And Starhawk, from your point of view, let's talk about that weekend, why it's so powerful, and, and what might be different this year. Are you feeling something different this year about it? Well, Women of Wisdom is always a wonderful, just such an exciting, such an inspiring event to get together with such powerful women and so many amazing presentations and workshops. And this year it also coincides uh, with Eve Ensler, who did the Vagina Monologues, is calling for uh, a billion rising for women all over the world on February 14th to get up together and dance and stand up for women's empowerment. So I feel like there's an enormous energy building around that and building around the idea, again, of women standing up, taking our power, and um, starting to really lead the way not you know, it's not just about women in terms of, you know, what your physical makeup happens to be or what right. your gender identity is. To me, right. it's around the values that have been assigned to women and that in some sense we always represent of caring for the next generation, of nurturing, of compassion, of understanding that strength isn't just about aggression and weapons and the ability to kill people, that real strength. Mm-hmm. is about the ability to sustain, to care for things, uh, to nurture the next generation into their full potential, to nurture each other, uh, to empathize with each other, that those things require a different kind of strength that in the end I think is much stronger than the strength of just the bullet or the gun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the strength that really keeps the world alive keeps the world functioning. And I believe that we have to really re-embrace those values um, because we're rapidly on the point of destroying the world and destroying our ability to leave a healthy world for the next generation. So we desperately need to come back to an honoring of all of those things that women stand for. I was really struck. First of all, congratulations um, on your book, uh, The Empowerment Manual. Congratulations on really bringing, you know, this guide to the forefront and 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 really introducing the power of collaborative groups um, in in this way. I wanted to talk with you about this for a minute. Um, I was very very fortunate to meet a woman. Her name is uh, her, her name is Sedonia Cahill, and mm-hmm. um, Sedonia. Would, yeah. yeah, she took people. Uh, she was my mentor. Um, she uh, wrote one of the first books uh, ever on uh, wisdom circles. Mm-hmm. She taught wisdom circles. She took people out into the high deserts in California to experience a 10-day vision quest, which I'm very fortunate to say that I did survive. Mm-hmm. And I became a co-facilitator up until her death. Um, and I... I, I was reminded by uh, of her work uh, as I, I was I was reading your book. I was reminded of this. Uh, I was also reminded of how quickly, you know, it is we do forget mm-hmm. about the people that have done pivotal work in this world and 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 what this means. And I wanted to ask you. Uh, I don't know if you know who she is or who she was. Sure, you know, I know Sedonia. Yeah, you know, from many years ago. Yep. Um, you know, there was a time in the Bay Area 
back in the 80s when a whole lot of us were really exploring all of these different ideas about, you know, how do we find our spirituality that actually works for us mm-hmm. in the times that we're living in? Um, you know, many of us were drawn back to the old goddess religions once we discovered that there were old goddess religions yeah. before <laughs> that. You know, we kind of went like, wow, there were goddesses. Like, why didn't anyone ever tell us that you could actually perceive the sacred in female form? And that was tremendously liberating. Uh, A lot of us were drawn back to the idea of nature is sacred and to a lot of the older traditions. Um, But at the same time with this realization that we're in different times and we have different needs and we're different people than we were 1,000 years ago or 10,000 years ago. So. Uh, things, you know, have to change and evolve, and it was a tremendously creative time. Um, you know, for me, our group Reclaiming developed out of that, which uh, teaches Wiccan-based feminist spirituality uh, with um, the idea, with a focus on both personal healing and transformation and growth and the idea of engagement with the world, with political activism, with practical earth healing, as well as the deep magic and the ritual and the spirituality. So Sidonia was part of all that. and uh, I always considered her a, a friend and ally. Exactly. And, you know, for me, I was probably... I think about this. I, I, I was part of a, uh, a local consulting firm in the Seattle area. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my, my boss had brought her up and it was fascinating for me. Um, and, um, and, and he said to me, my boss said to me, he said, you know what? You could really benefit from working with her. Go out there and go learn something and then come back. And, you know, that was his attitude about it. Uh So what happened, and this is really what I want to talk with you. What happened to me is I did go with her. My life was never the same. You know, we had become friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a matter of fact, I had been invited on the Moroccan trip Mm -hmm. um, that she went on. And I couldn't make it at the time. And um our, our vision was to bring this circle to corporate America and, mm-hmm. and to do that. And your book and your work, The Empowerment Manual, is such an invitation. It's such a beautiful guide for folks to learn a different way. And I wanted to ask you, you know, are we ready for this? What have you seen? I mean, this had to be a monumental, uh, you know, un, uh, 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 undertaking for you to put this together. And I want to hear your vision. For this, because for me, it is just so beautiful. It's such a great book. Oh, thank you. Well, I wrote the Empowerment Manual kind of out of my own 40 or more years of working in groups collaboratively in all kinds of different ways, from women's circles and spiritual circles that were women and men both, to political activist groups, to permaculture groups. Um, you know, and I find all of them struggling with some of the same issues, mm-hmm. um, you know, around how do we resolve conflict and how do we actually work together effectively. Uh, I've been in groups that are beautiful, amazing. You know, when you have a group that is collaborative and is working together and it's creative and people are supportive, there's really nothing like it, what you can accomplish and what you can achieve. And I've also been in groups that just, fell apart or got embroiled in conflict that could never get resolved. So I felt like 
there's so much good work being done out there in the world, you know. And uh, I think it was Helen Caldicott that said, um, or maybe it was Margaret Mead, you know, never doubt that a small group of committed people can change the world. In fact, it's the only thing they ever has. Right, right. Um, so I thought, well, if I can do something to help groups work more effectively, that's actually going to augment all of the different kinds of work that people are doing. So I guess the book contains both my own, you know, sort of compiled wisdom of 40 years of challenges, struggles, mistakes, and wonderful moments, and also a lot of the research and the things I put together uh, from other researchers and writers, uh, some of which comes from corporate America, because Mm -hmm. the truth is there's thousands of books on how to manage a corporation. Yep. MBA program, you know, there's research all the time, but there's very little on how to manage a non-hierarchical collaborative group, you know, how to actually get it to work most effectively. Yes. And, you know, synchronistically, right when the book came out, the Occupy movement really took off. Yes. Year. Right. So, right. It was kind of like, oh, you know, if I had planned this timing, it would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to take a short break, everyone. Starhawk joining us here today. When we come back, we actually have a copy of the Empowerment Manual to give you. When we come back, we're going to talk about one of the things she she uh, refers to in the book, both the axis of action and the axis of learning. What is it about communication and trust that is so important these days? And And is... Is communication in a way that is trusting a lost art? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show, my very special guest, Starhawk. If you want to find out more about her, go to starhawk.org. We'll be right back with the show. The call for activation has been sounded. Will you step up to answer? I'm Vila Lucas, and I'm here to empower you to break through to the greater you. Using ancient mystery school technology adapted to our modern times, I will guide you to the next level of your greatness. The time is now. Let me, Vila Lucas, be your breakthrough connection. Connect with me today. TheBreakthroughConnection.com Join Deborah Diane's live clearing teleconferences to move through blockages with this extremely efficient modality that allows for simultaneous clearing for everyone in the group without having to discuss details or engage in processing. Deborah intuitively facilitates these sessions in a fast-paced and fun environment, so every call is unique to that particular group. You'll be amazed at the amount and depth of clearing benefiting everyone on the call. To register for a teleconference, go to ConsciousTreePatterning.com and click on the Register tab to reserve your space in the next call. Hi, my name is Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, one of those people who's always known that there should be greater possibilities available but haven't yet been able to create it as your life? I'd like to help. Go to creatinggreaterpossibilities.com where there's a free video and audio series created especially for you. Once again, creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. It's free and it's designed to give you the actual tools that you need to create the life you've always been looking for. creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. 
Tune into Intuit University, compassionate guidance, connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium, Sherry Dillard, each Thursday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality, fun, and a magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports, inspires, and empowers you to create your highest good in relationships, career, finances, life purpose, spirituality, and more. For more information, visit SherryDillard.com. How would you feel if you could bring magic into your life? Here is your Essence of Gratitude tip of the day. By living the essence of gratitude within our soul at each moment of our life, we consciously choose and embody its high-frequency energy, and that is when magic starts to appear. To learn more about the magic of the essence of gratitude, visit our website at explorationgratitude.com. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Sei lontana, sogno all'orizzonte, manca le parole. Io sì lo so che sei con me, con me. Welcome back. Everyone, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. If you want to find out more about Starhawk or get a copy of the book, why don't you go ahead to the website starhawk.org. Um, right now, love to give away a copy of her book, The Empowerment Manual, uh, for one of you out there. We're going to make it really simple, as we always do. Um, the toll-free number to call into the show uh, is 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Uh, and we'd love to give the first caller calling in a copy of uh, of the book, The Empowerment Manual. Um, Starhawk, thank you so much for joining us here today. I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you know, one of the chapters in the book, especially that caught my attention. And it was the one about communication and trust. And uh, one of the things that was said to me uh, a while back by, uh, let me just say, an organizational consultant, right, Mm -hmm. you know, who had known that my research area um, is on promises. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, what does it mean to keep promises and what are the consequences of breaking promises in psychological contracts, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a whole thing that I write about, you know, and I, I, I had written about about trust. And so, you know, his comment to me was no one in the world will ever ask you to come in and talk about this. Mm-hmm. And I said, OK, and why is that? He said, because no one actually wants to talk about trust. And so I loved what you wrote about it, and I love that you actually took it on. Mm -hmm. You know, many of the books these days that you're reading, they don't feature and bring trust to the forefront. And I wanted to ask you, why was this so important for you? You know, what is the message in here about trust that is so significant today? Well, I feel like trust is one of the key aspects that a functional group is based on. 
that if you're going to work together with other people, you have to trust them and you have to believe that they've got your back and that Mm -hmm. you can trust them. And, you know, in my book, I talk about something I call like the the talisman of healthy groups. It's like a mandala uh, where each quality is balanced by its opposite. So... And they, they work with the four directions, the four elements. So trust goes with water, with the element of emotion, uh, feeling, of love. You have to have, if, you don't, if you're not feeling good in your group, right, if you don't actually have good feelings when you get together with each other, you're not going to really want to be part of it. And, you know, if you have bad feelings in your corporate job, you may go anyway because you're making money and it's part of your career, but if you have bad feelings in your women's spiritual circle, forget it. Why <laughs> would you carry on? You know, right. You know, um, but to build trust, you know, you also need accountability. You need clear communication because that's how we learn to trust. You know, having just blind trust is not only silly, but sometimes it can be actually dangerous. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the stories I talk about successful collaborations, like the Rainbow Community Food Store in San Francisco, and they are one of the few survivors of many, many attempts at doing cooperative grocery stores and food stores going back to the 70s and 80s. And many of them foundered because of actual embezzlement and theft. Mm -hmm. And Rainbow actually had a problem with that at one point. You know, so if you're going to have trust, you also need to have accountability. You need to have someone looking over the books and making sure that, you know, the balance actually balances. Um, The other thing is that people think that trust is built by, you know, saying nice things to each other by all the warm and fuzzies, you know, by, you know, going out and doing fun things together. And to some extent it is. But real trust is built when you can actually have disagreements, when you can actually have conflict. But you can do it when you can speak passionately for your ideas or your values or your uh, sense of where the group should go and really stand for strongly for it. But to do it in a way that never becomes a personal attack, that never becomes a destructive, unfair way of fighting, and where you can come through that and um, negotiate your new agreements or your new direction and recognize that you can also, you know, you may not get your exact vision in every situation may not get your way, but you can support other people in their vision, knowing that there are times when they're going to be supporting you in your vision. And that's what allows us to accomplish visions that are bigger than we can do alone. We have to be able to come together and support each other. Mm. You know, one of the things that um, I think folks are really faced with these days is this level of authenticity that, you know, they seem to, uh, one of our, one of the listeners actually explained it this way. 
you know, and, and what she said to me um, about three months ago, she said, you know, what happens to me is I wake up and I start my day. I put my shoes on. I go to my job. I don't feel very good about it. And then I turn on the radio, listen to your show, listen to the other shows on the network, and then I feel good about it. And what she said to me was, she said, and, I'm, and I feel called to do something, to do something different than I've ever done before, um, to do something. And I have those moments where I feel like that. I just can't get myself to take this level of action. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you about that because this is a book about empowerment. And, you know, contrary to what some people believe, empowerment uh, may actually be about taking action, don't you think? Well, I think we're in a time right now where we're called to make huge transitions in our way of life as people. Uh, The reality of climate change actually just faces us with this stark necessity to transform just little things, you know, like our economy, our energy systems, our food growing systems, our way of life, you know, Mm -hmm. the small things, right? Mm -hmm. And... We know that we have to do that. I think on some deep level, we do know that we have to do that. Um, a lot of, what a lot of us don't know is that it's really possible to do that, that the answers aren't, you know, out there somewhere. We don't have to wait for some new technology. Uh, the answers are really close to home and already in existence. It's a matter of our political will and our commitment as people. Uh, to say, yeah, it's time to stop burning fossil fuels and make the transition to renewables and other kinds of energy. And if we actually took our resources now and did that, uh, we could do that gracefully without having to face a future where millions of people will be cold and hungry and starving and miserable. Mm. You know, And to do that, I feel like we're called, each one of us is here at this time, I believe, for a reason be part of helping to make that great shift. And we're called to step in to our fullest power and our wildest visions and our biggest dreams in order to do that, because it's really going to take us all doing that uh, to make it happen. But empowerment doesn't just mean I stand alone. Empowerment often means how do I find the support I need to make those things happen? Um, When something's a really big thing to do, you can't do it alone. You need to have other people with you. Right. That's why I feel like collaboration can be uh, so very helpful and so very important at this time. Well, one of the things that I just want to let everybody know is that uh, for those of you out there that have gone to the Women of Wisdom Conference or have never gone, you know, this is really the place where you do meet people. Um, and Starhawk's uh, events uh, will be Thursday and Friday, a Thursday evening talk, Making the Transition, and then a Friday workshop, Visioning Earth Healing. So for those of you out there, uh, you know, go ahead and check out Starhawk's website, starhawk.org, and then you could also go to womenofwisdom.org as well. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, you know, a, a new movement. We're going to talk about the film that Starhawk is working on as well and what you might be able to do to incorporate some of the most incredible ideas of empowerment into your life, into your day, into your family, into your community. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. 
Isn't it time you experienced a new and divine way of being? Do you know your destiny? Are you fulfilling your greatest potential? Michael Shane and the Ascension Foundation proudly present a guide called Cartron. Channeled by Patrick McCormick, a 26-year veteran of working with the higher realms, Cartron is an interdimensional being assisting humanity to embrace its true divine potential. Cartron examines your agreements on a soul, planetary, and other soul levels to assist you to shift and clear those pathways and respark your spiritual evolution and awaken your destiny. Patrick will be conducting sessions at the Ascension Foundation January 23rd to 29th for in-person, phone, private, or group sessions from January 23rd to 29th. Call the Ascension Foundation at 855-692-4235. That's 855-692-4235. Saskia Rowell, the international soul guide who has followed her soul from Hong Kong and Africa to America. Saskia cracks open the lives of her clients and brings their soul's purpose to life. Are you stuck in a life that doesn't work? Go to YourSoulGuidance.com for your 21-day roadmap to the life you secretly dream about absolutely free. Discover surprising truths about your soulmate, talents, blocks, and more. Now is the time. Go to YourSoulGuidance.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Tune in each Tuesday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for Quantum Techniques Talk Radio. Bring healing to chaos. This hit show will empower you to take charge of your own healing and take back your life. You'll be reminded of your innate connection to the divine through the teachings of world-renowned healing practitioners who'll provide the tools necessary to discover how to heal yourself and others. Did you know you can even prevent disease? Absolutely. Get ready to invoke the miracle of self-healing physical or non-physical causes of stress, pain, and illness. Discover toxins, pathogens, structural issues, trauma, emotions, relationships, generational issues, spiritual problems, and wrong beliefs blocking you from living a phenomenal life. Break free from the chaos and take charge of your own healing. Visit QuantumTechniques.com for more information. Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. You know, someday Benny and I are going to figure out how to capture and record some of the conversations that actually go on during the break. Starhawk joining me here today. Uh, amazing, amazing what you're going to be doing at the Women of Wisdom event. And I think it is fascinating. Um, you know, I wanted to talk with you about a couple of different things. But most importantly, I wanted to chat with you about your movie um, uh, and and about what it is that pulls you forward these days. And, you know, and why is it, you know, why 
doing this movie? Why is this so important? And are we ready for it? I guess that's a big question, right? Are we ready? Well, I think we're definitely ready for it. The movie in question, we're working on making a feature film out of my novel, The Fifth Sacred Thing. Yeah. And, you know, our passion for doing it really is because uh, somebody once said that movies are collective dreams. And if you think about that, you think about the movies that show us a vision of the future, it's kind of alarming because there's almost nothing out there but nightmare. You know, there are very, very few movies that show even the possibility of some kind of positive future here on Earth. Um, you know, there's something like Avatar, which has this beautiful vision of life on another planet, but uh, Earth, you know, they say in the movie, well, we destroyed our mother. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, in the fifth sacred thing, you know, the novel is set in Northern California, uh, about mid-21st century, where Northern California has really built a beautiful, environmentally balanced um multi, you know, diverse, multicultural society that's creative and sexy and wonderful and fun, uh, and based on nonviolence. Um, and then they get invaded by the Southlands, which mm. has gone in the other direction. So it really centers on the question, how do you fight violence without becoming what you're fighting against? Mm. Uh, and in the course of doing that, I think it shows people a vivid image of a possibility of a future we could actually create in spite of disasters and in spite of all the limitations, that there is a way of life that we could actually build, you know, that's heartful and healthy and supportive and nurturing for people. And we feel like it's so vital for people to have that image right now. Because I think a lot of young people, you know, especially look into the future and it looks pretty bleak. Mm. And it's hard for people to even imagine an alternative. Uh, and movies can be so powerful in showing people, you know, they're a visual medium. Um, you don't have to say a lot. You just show the picture of what it looks like. So our real dream is to be able to create this put this out on the screen, um, you know, it's not just a preachy movie. It's a movie with drama and plot and mm -hmm. characters and uh, kind of edge-of-your-seat dramatic movie. But mm -hmm. in the course of it, people will come away going like, oh, we could live like that. Well, why don't we? You know, let's do it. And then we are building into it uh, a vision for... Uh, green production to make it real to make the production itself embody many of the values mm -hmm. in the film and to be able to use the resources you generate in making a film to actually create legacy gardens, job training programs, and resources so people will be able to go to the website and find the links and the resources if they see, you know, how do I compost? How do I make a community garden? Uh, here's this cool technology I saw in the movie. Where do I find it? Uh, how do they actually produce their energy? Um, you know, you can't in the movie stop and go into all the details about how you wire up your wind generator, 
but you could go to the wind to the wind generator page on the website, you know, and find all the links and the resources. Well, this is really so for you know, so for folks that are listening to the show, you know, Starhawk, one of the things that is so important these days is the idea of, uh, and this is what I said before the break, you know, it's one thing to be inspired. Many of us have been inspired, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been inspired at different points in time. You know, I, I, I've been around a really long time, you know, in the scheme of things. I've seen a lot of things. You know, uh, I've gone through a bunch of wars. I've I've marched on Washington. I've done all sorts of things in my lifetime like that. But this is really kind of we're in a generation now where many of us have had to keep up with our youth, mm-hmm. you know, our young folks, right, who are like, yes, please make this interactive. Yes, please make this easy. Yes, please let us know how we can tr- contribute to positive change. And, you know, that's really what you've been doing all along. You know, you've been enabling people to, to become empowered by the acts that they take, by the deeds that they do. And I wanted to thank you for that and ask you for your personal message today. You know, what would you like to leave us with? What is the message? What is the thing that's on your mind that you'd like to say to folks? And thank you so much for joining me on the show. Well, thank you, Dr. Pat. I love talking to you. Talk to you anytime. All right. Uh, and first, maybe I'll just give people the websites for the movie. Yes. The com. We also have a Facebook page. Uh, you can look for us on Facebook and like us on Facebook. Um, we have some beautiful visionary art that people can uh, help support the movie by, you know, um, buying things like water bottles or bags that are made with some of our images on it. And uh, you can follow our progress as we go through this adventure of making a movie. I love it. I can't and, wait to see you. Yeah. Uh, and, um, I mean, I think what I would say to people right now is this, these are challenging times. This is, speaking of movies, this is like the climax of the movie, you know. This is the moment in the third act where the lead character either steps up and solves the big problem or goes down into tragedy. Yes. And I believe we're all called here to be the protagonists of our own lives and the midwives of this transformation. Mm. Wow. Thank you, Starhawk. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for tuning us in, turning us on. Today, step out there and be the hero of your own journey. We'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and you're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Please enjoy the music while we reconnect you to the current show programming. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and you're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. 
please enjoy the music while we reconnect you to the current show programming. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to Transformation Talk Radio. Sometimes you get a little rain. Sometimes you feel a little pain. No one that we need to blame. Deep inside we're all the same. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and you're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Please enjoy the music while we reconnect you to the current show programming. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to Transformation Talk Radio. living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. Listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. Hi, you've reached the listener call-in line for Transformation Talk Radio. We'll be picking your call up in one second. Hi, you've reached the listener call-in line at Transformation Talk Radio. We'd love to take your call. Just stay on the line. We'll pick you up in one minute. Hi, you've reached the listener call-in line at Transformation Talk Radio. Just stay on the line and we'll be right with you. 